Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I'm going to be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Effective Code Calling. As uh, you guys and girls are well aware of, we do our fair share of networking for our cleaning business. On the whole, networking gets us many leads to follow up on. Sometimes when we go to an event, it'll yield very little, while other times we get a whole bunch of leads to pursue. The ones we do get, we usually follow up with a phone call. Now, once you get your feet wet making some calls, you're going to learn real fast just how hard the telemarketing business is, because the outcomes are not always good. In fact, it can get downright ugly at times. With that said, you need to just keep plugging along. Consider our most recent attempt at making some calls. The other day we made 10 phone calls to uh, some doctors and dentists office that we received. For some reason they were all doctors and dentists offices. Uh, we had a phone script all written and ready to go for this series of calls, which I thought was pretty good. You know, it's not like we threw it together in two minutes. Our script was pretty concise to the point, or so we thought. And uh, we started by, you know, talking about the benefit of our service rather than trying to sell our services, which is a mistake a lot of people use. Uh, after all, the whole point here is not to close a sale on the phone. It's just to generate some interest. Uh, try to follow up and get a lead that we can go out and put a bid on. Uh, you know, During this process, we did experiment with dropping the name of the person who gave us the referral, hoping that that would uh, create a little bond between us, the three of us, the person that gave us the referral and the, the person we're calling, and us. Uh, it didn't really work out on this set of calls, but, uh, you know, a little disheartening maybe, but, you know, that's life. A little rejection is not going to slow us down, but certainly we haven't stopped in 10 years, so that's not going to stop us. And it shouldn't stop you either, which is the whole point of this uh, talking about cold calling today, is you got to keep plugging along. So we're going to continue to reach out to as many leads and referrals as we can get. And that's the whole point here. Uh, it's again, you know, networking. It's like one piece of the puzzle. You know, it's uh, you know, we do some direct mail, we do some networking, we've gone door to door, we've done a little bit of everything, and between all those efforts, you get results. But uh, you know, today back to the uh, cold calling. At the end of the day, you got to just keep refining your message and learn from each set of calls you you make. You don't give up. It could take a hundred calls to get that one person that says, yes, hey, come out and give me a bit. It's a numbers game, as they say. You know, it's a popular saying, but that is really what it is. Uh, some people get all, I uh, think that's the wrong way to look at it. It's a numbers game, but you have to call a lot of people, and uh, if you chip away at it, you'll call a lot of people over time. You know, I mean, we, uh, our approach has always been to make like 10 or 20 calls at a sitting. You know, if we can collect 10 or 20 in a week, people to call, uh, then we'll kick them out all at once. Uh, we avoid making the calls on Mondays and Fridays because people are just kind of overwhelmed on Monday. They're all bummed out. And people on Friday, they, you know, they're not looking to do business. They're looking to go whatever they're going to do for the weekend. So they're kind of preoccupied. So we kind of stick uh, to calling on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. That's the conventional wisdom. Uh, and we kind of follow that. Even though conventional wisdom is not always right, in this case, I buy into it, and uh, it makes sense to me. So that's what we do. 
Uh, when you make 10 or 20 calls and you kind of do them all in a row, you also kind of tend to get into a groove this way. Instead of um, one a day or two a day, it's, it's easy to kind of get uh, more of a system down when you're doing them bang, bang, bang. And it, it doesn't take that long anyway. In less than an hour, you could be really productive. And on a good day, if you uh, you, you made 10 or 20 calls, you know, you, you never know. You can get a meeting or two set up down the road. The effort's worth it. What what keeps you motivated, at least what keeps us motivated when we make these calls, is the fact that you can make a lot of money by landing an account. Let's say, you know, if you even look at a small job that you just profit $200 a month on. Maybe it's a little, you know, four fifty, five fifty a month job and you put two hundred a month in your pocket, that's still twenty four hundred dollars over the course of the year. That's not bad for making a phone call. And on a job that nets you let's say five hundred a month, which these are five hundred dollar a month jobs are out there. They're all over the place. That would put a cool six grand in your bank account over the course of a year. That's not bad for just making a few calls every week, okay? And you'll get better at it as you go. But with all this said I got some tips on how to how to approach it better, and uh, these are uh, let me see how many tips I have here ten that make sense. Uh, a lot of research has been done into this by a lot of people that are very smart, and uh, so I, I do my best to read up on what those folks say, and then I pass it along. I distill it down uh, first so that I can make sense of it, and then uh, I pass it on to you guys and girls. So here we go. Tip number one, focus on the goal when cold calling. Beginners tend to think that cold calling is all about making the sale. They want to do it all over the phone on one, one five-minute call, but it's not about that at all. It's about getting the chance to make the sale. Specifically, the purpose of a cold call is just to set an appointment to make the pitch at a later date. So you got to keep that in mind, and knowing that uh, should help you out. Number two, Research your markets and prospects. Okay, you need to target your code calling to the right audience. This means that you would not use the same script for calling a doctor's office as you would for calling a shipping company because their needs are different and you want to be able to kind of tailor the message as best as you can to whoever you're talking to. You know, what's important to them? So another thing to keep in mind. Just keep in mind who you're talking to. Number three, prepare an opening statement for your code call. Okay. This is essentially organizing your thoughts before the call takes place. It also helps you to avoid the common mistakes that uh, a bad opening statement will uh, do for you. You know, uh, a lot of times you open up the whole conversation wrong and you're just giving the other person a chance to terminate the call. For instance, don't ask, is this a good time to speak with you or how are you doing today? I get used those lines all the time on me and they really more or less annoy me because, uh, and they, it turns out, I guess research suggests it does annoy a lot of other people too because they know something's coming with that question. And uh, so I I included this because it makes sense to me because uh, I don't like to be set up, so to speak. Uh, so, you and keep in mind, you don't want to read your opening statement like a, a computer robot into the phone. Okay, you use it as a framework to get the code calling conversation off to a good start. And this is how you would structure the call along these lines: number one, a greeting and an introduction. 
Next, a reference point, which is like something about the prospect. Uh, number three, the benefits of the product or service you offer. Uh, and a transition to a question. Now, this is how this would tie in when you put it all together. And uh, I, I wrote up an example for you. Phone rings. They answer. Good afternoon, Mrs. Davis. This is Bob Smith with Green Clean Janitorial Service. I read in the local paper that you recently broke ground for a new office complex. We specialize in commercial cleaning services that will allow you to reduce your in-house maintenance cost and improve the overall appearance of your facility. I'd like to ask you a few questions to determine whether our, one of our programs would benefit you. Boom. Done. That's not too bad. It, it you know, We tailored it slightly to uh, something we read in the paper about perhaps who we were going to call. You know, it doesn't hurt as much info you can have about a customer, especially when you're only calling 10 or 20 a week. It doesn't hurt to do a little research about them. And if you knew they were breaking ground on a new building, that would be a perfect little intro. Uh, and that's highly, you can tailor that to whatever you want it to be. So I would replay that and use that as a, a nice framework because it's not too long and wordy, but it kind of gets the painful part over within 10, 15 seconds. And then uh, you go from there and see see what it yields. Number four, tip number four, prepare a code calling script for the remainder of the code call. So you kind of want to sketch out the framework of the rest of the call. And you just want to lay out the benefits of your service and the reasons why you know you should be considered. You write out as many possible objections that you think the people may have, and then you just, it's like playing a game of chess. You want to anticipate what they're going to say and then have an answer for it, in other words. Uh, without the code calling script, it's easy to leave something out when you're talking to them. So if you just had it all kind of printed out in front of you, the first couple times it's going to be awkward. There's no doubt about it. But over time, you'll get smoother. And you just have to, in anything, especially in business, take the long view. You're not going to be an expert at this today. You're going to fumble. You're going to make a, a fool out of yourself a couple times. So what? Okay, just keep going. You'll get you'll get better as time goes on. Uh, odds are you're never going to run into that person anyway. So just let her rip. You know, um, that's you got to put yourself out there. All right. Let me see. Number five. Ask for an appointment at a specific time when you're doing this code call. How you ask is very important. Okay, this way works. Would Wednesday at 11 a.m. be a good time to meet? With the word would, it's a nice soft, would Wednesday at 11 be a good time to meet? It's kind of putting the onus on them. You know, it's, it's kind of a, a, a nice gentle way to say, hey, the ball's in your court. Now, this way does not work because it just invites a big fat no. Listen to this one. Can I meet with you to discuss this next week? When you're, when you're asking can, it, you're just setting yourself up for a no. And it's, I'd avoid that at all costs. I already knew this before I read this one. Uh, and the first way to ask is much better than the second. So just remember would Wednesday at 11 a.m. be a good time to meet? Nice, smooth, um, and it works, you know, certainly over the other way. Number six, the gatekeepers are your allies, not your foes. The gatekeepers are the people who answer the phone. They're the people who are trying to protect their boss from people like us, trying to call them and get them to consider our services. Uh, but you 
you got to realize they're on your side. Make them on your side. Look at them as an ally. Be pleasant to them. Uh, work on strategies to uh, get them on your side. You know, and and here's like a nice little way to to soften the blow when you call. And you can you can just say, I wonder if you could help me. I wonder if you could help me. There are magic words that work in a lot of different situations, even outside of the business world. It's magic world words. People, those people on the phone, it's their job to help you. So when you ask them, I wonder if you could help me, it 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 opens it up and puts it uh starts everything off on a good with a good first step. Uh, now these magic words help you get the information you need, which is you know who who's the right person to talk to if you did not know their name and uh what's the best time to contact them if they weren't in blah 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 so uh learn the name of the gatekeepers and use their name back to them so if it's Mary, you keep saying thanks Mary blah 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 Mary whatever Mary keep repeating their name back to them it's, it's study after study shows that people like to hear their own name called so if you can use the other person's name as much as possible without being ridiculous uh, it yields benefits okay number seven we've done this in the past before you ever make the phone call send the prospect a small unique promotional item we do this with refrigerator magnets because I'm a gigantic fan of refrigerator magnets nobody throws them away for some reason people have a high perceived value of them it's just like they, they won't just toss them in the trash they'll put them on their fridge or somebody's fridge or anything metal so uh, it, it helps you break the ice with the potential person before you ever talk to them uh, you know because sometimes they'll realize that oh yeah you sent me blank you sent me that magnet yeah I remember that magnet yeah I appreciate that and it kinda starts it off on a positive note I do not do that all the time but um, you know I'm only kinda reading to you what this study said and if they uh, put a lot of thought into this study which is certainly read like it did uh, they must know what they're talking about so it's a it's a good thing to consider oh here's number eight do your code calling early in the morning I believe this one uh, the best time to reach the decision maker is first thing in the morning and for most people uh, that's the time they're most energized and willing to entertain offers I do believe that um, I don't know how they really measured that but that's uh, makes sense to me and again that's why I included it number nine be persistent when cold calling this is the name of the game in business this is I can't persistence is just if I could pick one thing you gotta be it's more important than being good it's more important than anything keep at it you will get better over time uh, here's and this is how it applies for this it's a little known fact eighty percent of all new sales are made after the fifth contact so that means the first four times uh, nothing's gonna happen but after the fifth time statistically is when uh, people start going yeah you know what I think I want to do business with them uh, number 10 practice 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 uh, you know though code calling may never be the joy of your life and it's not mine it's just one part of the puzzle uh, the more you practice it the more effective it'll be for you uh, so you, you know basically get your script get get some numbers together reach for the phone 
the people who want to do business with you are out there. I mean, this telemarketing is a gigantic industry. Okay, you can tell by how much uh, people call you know, your own house and your own business. It's, it's even my business. It, I get ten calls in the morning by telemarketers every day. It's it's annoying, trust me. And uh, I'm supposed to be on a do not call list, but I still get them. But uh, it, it's in my opinion, this isn't something that's really going to get you rich per se. But it's a, it's when you're in business, you want to. It's like having another tool in your tool chest. Okay, you want to be well-rounded. You want to you want to learn a little bit about everything. You know, am I an expert at making cold calls? No, I'm not. I'm never going to be. I'm not bad at it. Uh, I've had some success at it, uh, but it's not the point. Um, you know, it's really not that much. You know, it's an hour a week, folks. It's you know, it's not like. Uh, you're saying, hey, put 40 hours a week in this. You know, you probably do it for under two hours a week. You, you know, between writing a script and uh, practicing it and making some calls, uh, combine that with your networking and you figure out who to call, and you're in business. And uh, I, I think it's important to be as well-rounded. I mean, you know, it's never good to be a one-trick pony, you know. So it, it also it helps you just with interpersonal skills over the phone, you know, Getting used to thinking on your feet, your feet, it, it makes you a quicker thinker because it's, you know, it's a fast-paced kind of conversation at times, and uh, it doesn't hurt to just keep practicing because it helps you in many other ways. So uh, I think it's important, and that's why I decided to do a podcast about it. So uh, that wraps up our episode of effective cold calling. I hope you found it interesting, and I uh, thank you for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. Click on the blog section for my latest posts or Sue's latest posts. She's been posting quite a bit lately, too. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I get back to everybody who uh, has any questions as soon as I can, usually within a day. I look forward to hearing from those of you who touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.